Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, whenever you are listening. Welcome back to the Black Women's Working Podcast. Say hey, ladies. Hey. So today you are joined by... Rachel. Natalie. Tolls. Janelle. Janelle is joining us as one of our town hall members. Um, We are on episode three. Um, so you no ling- longer need to know what the town halls are, but I will go through that just after our quote for today. So today's quote I've chosen from Kerry Washington, Miss Pope herself, and it's, we all deserve to have our stories told and we all have much to gain by walking in other people's shoes. Um, I've chosen that quote. I think it's very apt in terms of making sure that our voices are heard and not cried over the topic for today (laughs) white women's tears (laughs) so so, um as you know we are here to engage as many voices as possible and before starting the podcast we invited around 60 women to come and speak to us about their experiences in the workplace hence why Janelle has come today for this topic Um, we would still like to be gathering voices so please please connect with us on our social media it's at bwwpodcastuk on twitter and instagram And if any of these issues that we speak about are affecting you, then please feel free to email us on blackwomenworkinguk at gmail.com because we will be doing some advice sessions as well. Anyway, let's tune into the town hall to hear what people had to say of their experiences. But I think me crying didn't show that I wasn't, you know, strong per se. It was just that the situation kind of overwhelmed me. So I wasn't really sure how to react to that. But I think what was kind of good was that when I did cry, I was in a private space. So I wasn't, you know, crying, you know, in, in an open office. It was literally just me and my manager who still was, you know, quite taken aback at me crying. But um, I think he handled it okay. Um, so, yeah. What happened? Why were you crying? I had a really, really bad experience. So I was speaking to a customer um, in California and on the phone um, in an open office where there was maybe 20 of us in the office and um, people were listening to my phone call. So when I came off the phone call, someone criticised me and gave me kind of open feedback in front of everyone. And I was really- no, what, did they, what did they say? <laughs> <laughs> um, I can't go into detail because then it would, um, give away kind of too much of confidential information. Um, but they just yeah, basically criticised me from everyone. It wasn't, you know, constructive or anything. It was literally just like, oh, that doesn't sound very good um, in front of everyone. And it really knocked my confidence. So I literally had to leave the room and kind of go for a walk around the block. But when I came back, I spoke to my manager and I kind of just broke down. I was like, you know what? I don't think I can do this because I'm actually just not good at it. Um, and that was simply because of the feedback I had received um, from that one colleague. Um, and I was just very, yeah, just very embarrassed. I just felt very belittled actually just in front of all my colleagues and just um, undermined as a colleague um, in the team. So that's basically what happened. Um, I cried and my manager, yeah, like I said, really didn't expect it. I think it was a really big shock. He was just like, oh, I didn't, you know, realise you're, you're, you're capable of, you know, feeling so <laughs> sad really about that. Um, but yeah, there you go. That's what happened. <laughs> I've almost cried at work. Almost. Um, but... For me, it was out of pure frustration. My boss was 
we were working on a campaign and my boss started questioning my numbers, which I knew were right. And he was standing there with his calculator and he's very, very smart guy. Um, and he was punching numbers on the calculator faster than my brain could go, telling me that all my numbers were wrong. And it was going on for 20 minutes and I was saying to him, no, I'm pretty sure they're right. Um, and he could see me getting upset and I could feel, you know, you can sort of feel the tears coming and he could see that. And then he stopped and looked at it again and was like, oh yeah, actually you are right. Sorry about that. And went home. <laughs> so <laughs> that's as close as I've got. But yeah, it was out of pure frustration at knowing that you're right and trying to get your point across and feeling like you're not being listened to because as I said, he was just going faster than I could sort of explain myself. Um, but yeah. I've um, definitely experienced white women tears at work um, and didn't even really think it was a thing until I started talking to other people about it. Um, but I joined an organisation where I think it was the first time I was going to have a white female boss. Um, and strangely, like I didn't have any real apprehension because I remember at the interview panel, um, she just seemed like a good strong female woman that I thought I would probably bounce off. And I just kind of felt quite hopeful actually about what our relationship would be. And then um, when I got into the organisation, she completely kind of switched up and I felt like I'd just been sort of sold a bit of a lie about the organisation and, and just kind of, you know, how she sort of viewed me. So I was kind of delivering what was for them, I think, one of their kind of like biggest high profile projects. Um, and I just didn't get to enjoy like one bit of it um, because I felt like she was sort of constantly kind of on me, sort of just kind of like checking what I was doing, questioning what I was doing, um, kind of undermining me with like other junior members of staff and like trying to kind of probe whether people felt like I was too um, kind of intense with like some of my requests of them or or things that I was, I was kind of asking people to do, even though I was kind of the project manager. So like I was accountable for whatever happened. Um, and there were just like a series of events, like over six months, which I started to kind of document because I just knew the time was coming that this would kind of come to a head and I would need to have like a whole list of things that had happened. I could say, well, you know, this was the situation. So it kind of built up to, it came around to like my performance assessment and she started like throwing a few kind of curveballs in there of things that just had not happened the way that I knew that they had happened. And I was like, we have two very different recollections of what took place here. Um, so she said, we should just have like a one-to-one -one conversation. I was like, fine, went into like this, this room. And then within like kind of maybe five, 10 minutes, she breaks down, tells me that like, I don't respect her. Um, that I I demand what? I demand stuff from her and then she kind of she just went off key like started talking about the fact that she has four kids and she's got like lots of responsibility and I expect her to come back to me with emails ASAP and wait wait, wait you expect her to do her job to do her job <laughs> Lol. This, this was this was like the running joke between like what? me and my other like female POC person in the organization which is like just do your job like it, it's like basic stuff um, and so I I just kind of felt like I had to meet her little emotive thing with being like really measured, really composed. And I just told her that I felt really uncomfortable with um, like her kind of breaking down and like being what I felt was really unprofessional. Um, and we just, it didn't come to like any sort of resolution at all. Um, it was just one of those conversations where you're like, nothing has changed off the back of this this conversation. Um, she sent me a long kind of email later that night, which I just felt like I didn't want to reply to, I didn't need to reply to. Um, and it was just, yeah, it was just like a horrible situation to be in. Cause I was like, 
you're my boss. There is now no one for me to go to yeah. and talk to about this. Do you reckon the whole like not getting defensive is a whole thing that you kind of learn of experience or mm. is it something mm. that you kind of train yourself or train. do you yeah. 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 yeah yeah like explain I, I, because yeah. we're not allowed to get defensive. Yeah, yeah no no you can yeah a, a white person can get defensive because they're defending themselves and it's kind of strength. Yeah it's it, exactly but when um, a black person mm-hmm. especially a black woman does it it's defensiveness is is synonymous with aggressive Mm -hmm. so you come across as combative and then you come across as combative and they see you as oh this angry person when in fact you're just calling out the bs this woman is crying because she knows she's wrong she's crying because she knows that her tears will triumph well basically um it will help her with her nonsense whereas if i if i start crying Nothing, no one really cares. It's just, ah, oh, she's just crying. That's, you know, that's a headache. Or but she's just having an emotional moment. Yeah. yeah. It's, it's or she's really attention is. seeking. Really, or, and then, do you know what happens as well? When a black woman starts crying, all of a sudden she can't handle the pressures of the job. Mm-hmm. Oh, Precisely. Yeah. Precisely. And it's like, um, hold yeah. on, but when Wendy, yeah. was, when Wendy was over there <laughs> doing um, <laughs> crocodile tears, yeah, no one yeah. was saying nothing. Okay. Um... I feel like from the town halls, there were two two things that came out from... It, essentially, we, we touched on tears in the workplace. And there was like a two-pronged approach in terms of like what it means for us as black women to mm-hmm. cry in the workplace. Mm-hmm. But then also the most potent, dangerous <laughs> form of water to ever touch the earth. <laughs> Those white women's tears <laughs> made to kill us. Um, ladies, what are we thinking? I I don't know why I started talking first because I've never actually faced white women's tears. I can't really say. Or I've seen it live and direct. The thing is, and looking back on it, I was I'm annoyed because I wish I'd seen the whole incident because I could have backed my colleague. But I don't oh, know what, what she happened? said. But um I had this colleague that I worked with. This was when I was working on a nursing team. And um I don't know, people just didn't really take to her in a team and always tried to find a reason to kind of put her down or whatever. But the fact of the matter is she was good at her job. Anyway, one of the more junior nurses, she didn't really like her. Obviously, she was white. I, I like. I feel like that team was very catty anyway. They just mm-hmm. liked a bitch. But me and my other Caribbean colleague, we liked to mind our business. We stayed <laughs> out of it. I love her so much. I still talk to her to this day because she was legit, like, the best. Like, she's from Trinidad. Oh, but, my um, country. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't know, something happened. This junior white colleague must have said something and then the black colleague said something back before I knew it. <laughs> was going on. And then oh, this junior I white... I could have just seen the facial... <laughs> right. It was so dramatic and I didn't really understand. I was sitting right there, but it just happened in a way that um, I was just like, what on earth went on here? Because it was like a switch. Like... Before, yeah, they might have been sparring a bit with words, but all of a sudden it was like, and tears were everywhere. And then she reported her to our senior manager, who's a white woman or whatever. And just, um, yeah. And then the black woman was saying, um, asking me to back her up and the other woman to... Um, my colleague to back her up as well but the fact of the matter is we just didn't see exactly what happened but in the back of my mind I thought to myself this other w- girl was moving mad anyway because she'd been moving mad anyway she just didn't like that woman mm-hmm. I knew she didn't like that woman she had and, it for her 
Yeah, but by that point, like this black woman who had the tears used against her, she was already doing her exit plan. Like she was, a, she was really nice. Like she was a nice Nigerian lady, and she always told me about her son. She was married to a white guy who's Dutch, and like they had bit, um, like I don't know, three or four kids You're or just whatever. The <laughs> it's true. <laughs> it's true. No, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. But um, yeah, by then I think she'd already started doing her exit plan anyway. So she left shortly afterwards. But I think that incident was a straw that broke the camel's back because Mm -hmm. after that, I feel like other colleagues on our team just felt like they could speak to her anyhow and treat her anyhow just because this junior colleague manufactured a whole dramatic scenario Mm. when actually more times when I've seen the black woman challenging her, she has, the black woman has been in the right and that girl just didn't really want to hear certain things because she already just taken a dislike into her and people just didn't like the way she worked. Yeah, maybe she could have um, done a bit better in terms of like um, integrating herself with the team but I understand why she didn't because then people were rude at the end of the day and Mm. why should she make that effort so I think it just became a wider and wider gap and then that's what kind of um that's what kind of happened at at the time like I was young then like in my early 20s so I didn't really feel like I could say anything but I feel like now if I saw that happen I would just go mad like I would literally (laughs) point out like are you mad what are you crying for and you'd have to kind of swallow your tears and consider what exactly you're doing this is deeply unprofessional Mm. just gather yourself together walk out if you need to don't do anything like that so I mean that's the only instance of white women's tears really that I have witnessed live and direct I haven't had the misfortune of having that directed at me to be honest and I'm grateful for that I think just very lucky (laughs) just to just to throw it into context we're not making the term up okay so Mm -hmm. white women's tears is something that is going on has been going on for a very long time the the initial quote that I looked at was from um, Harriet Tubman and it's from her speech Ain't I a Woman and she speaks about the fact that like when I cried only Jesus heard me Mm. Um, by definition right white women's tears refers to the common use of crying and other expressions of distress by white women as a means of weaponizing the privilege and inherent whiteness and exerting full power over white womanhood as a class historically designated as delicate racially superior and in need of protection Mm. And some of the things you said um, are just that. There's a whole... So last year, actually, at the time we were recording, um, Ruby Hammond wrote an article in The Guardian, I shall post. Um, and basically, she said that white women tears are, you know, the most dramatic form of white women in the workplace creating a situation where there isn't one. Mm, so yeah, in terms of you saying, like, one minute they were talking, mm. the next minute there's tears... Yeah, that is characteristic, symbolic mm. of white women's tears. The other thing that you mentioned was um, it's it's a tactic to muster yeah. sympathy yeah, and um, avoid accountability. So right. yeah, because away. yeah, because mm. tears tears are vulnerable. If you cry, you're in a position where you're scared or you need help. If you're white, if well, t- that's what tears are. So mm-hmm. then, when white women cry. No, nah, it is for when black women cry. That's not really the perception. It's just like you're no, weak. We kind of get ignored. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like oh, well, what are you crying for? Oh, yeah, some, something's wrong with her. That's kind of going like, opposite direction. Yeah, yeah, there's there's a caste system to tears. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, actually, they're actually, I'm aware. Yes. I'm aware. <laughs> but yeah, continue. Sorry. No, no, no. no. I, just think, I, I just think sometimes as well when it, when it's come to like my my own career, I feel like sometimes 
when you don't cry, it's like they forget that you're actually human. So they see you as a black woman, they see you like as a workhorse, that you can take all the work in the world, like you can take all the pressure, you can take all the stress, and then you can take the jabs and the attacks. And it's like sometimes, I know you don't want to cry because we're raised that you shouldn't cry, but mm. sometimes maybe possibly you actually do need to, like this controversial, but you do need to cry. I remember the last time I said this, I was in a room with like older black women and they were like, no, you must not cry at work, you must not this. But part of me was like, if I cry, a lot, especially in front of men, I feel like they feel 10 times worse than if I just stand there and just try and front it. Mm -hmm. And it's like I have to remind them that mm. I'm actually human and that I actually am a woman. As to how effective that is, mm. it's worked for me. Would I recommend it? I think when you're going to, like, have meetings with HR, like, you... I always suggest that you cry. Always. Always. <laughs> like, you need to, like, cry. Waterworks. If you need to go and put, like, something in your... Put something in your eye. Do something. She said put something and in me, your eye. Like, do you need to cry? Yeah, like, HR's not for you, so you better cry. Do you know... <laughs> show, listen. Do you know why that's funny? Because <laughs> I had a meeting with HR... I had a meeting with HR, line manager, my director, and there was like an ongoing thing between my line manager and me where she did something she wasn't supposed to do. I said, you had no right to have that meeting without me, especially if it was discussing me, um, mm -hmm. where she didn't bring facts to the meeting. So then that turned into a big thing, didn't let it go. And in the meeting, she starts crying and I refuse to acknowledge her because... Right. I was just like, you're in so the wait, wrong. Wait, wait, She tried to destroy you. She, she you tried to crying. destroy. She tried to destroy me in the meeting. She begins crying. <laughs> Soon as she begins crying, I'm continuing to talk because I'm mm -hmm. like, I'm not even acknowledging you. Like this isn't. You know that you were wrong. Because mm -hmm. the HR person was just like, I never told you that. Why did you tell her that kind of thing? And then. As soon as she started crying, HR and our director was kind of like, she wasn't being malicious. She wasn't being malicious. And I was like... Malicious? But I never Why do you have to defend me like that? No, they yeah. were defending her. But I was just like, oh. I never said she was being malicious. Those words never left my well, mouth. But the Yeah, exactly. And then, like yeah, and then me and my director had a follow-up meeting and he was just like, you should cry more in meetings. Like He was just like, <laughs> you should cry more because if I was somebody walking past that meeting room... It would have looked mm. like you were the aggressor, even though you weren't. Mm. He was just like, you should be more... And I was like... He was like, you should be more softly spoken. And I'm like, I'm not that person. What? I, I am not... This, Ooh, Chile. When I say this person, she's one of those people that, if you have a conversation with her, she she whispers. <laughs> like... Those are the like worst ones. ASMR. Like. Yeah, like that... <laughs> 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 I started doing that. For, like, for those that don't know. For those that don't know. What's that stand I, for? I can't remember what it's it stands for, like, but it's like when Americans just like... True. And they eat food. Like this. Yeah, and they're Can like, you hear me swallowing? Yeah. <laughs> That's what I like to do at the workplace sometimes as well. Like when I'm trying to be like softly spoken, I just whisper. But I started doing it now as well. It kind of works. <laughs> but it made me realise like... I'm going to be more vulnerable mm. at work. So now I'm just like, I need a moment. I just need to gather myself. Even if you don't and then I get up and like, walk. Even if you don't feel like that, because it's like you have to play the system. Yeah. yeah. Because like you you don't actually have to, like if you were going to do like snot bubble crying. Viola like, <laughs> <laughs> Davis? Like if you, like yeah, that Viola Davis <sighs> cry. I would suggest you go to the toilet and do <sighs> that cry and have that moment to yourself. When you like go to the mean room you mm. do that like one tear one that tip. one tear one rolling down the face <laughs> but then you make sure you like reach for the tissues like, which makes a line on your foundation <laughs> yeah <laughs> like that and you're the like proper tapping everywhere poke yourself in the eye you know, like 
<laughs> but like I've made a point of start wearing mascara and stuff in case I do oh, need to cry. Oh so then this I have like so panda weird. eyes. Yeah, yeah, because I'm yeah. just like, I'm going to use this to my full advantage. Mm. I want a pay rise at the end of the year. And I'm going to do everything I can to get that. Because at the moment it's, oh, she's just the aggressive black girl. I'm not aggressive. I just get my job done. I think it's all very well us sitting here, like decide, deciding the strategy of our tears. Like, yeah, mm. I'm going to cry because I want to get the job. I'm going to cry because I want to get paid. But the reality of it is, I think, is that, you know, we we come from an era of you're not white. You have to work twice as hard for what they achieve, blah, blah, blah. And ultimately, we cannot deny that if you cry at work, you're angry because you know you're worried about being perceived as weak, being perceived as not being able to perform, or they're not going to give me um, more tasks. They're going to think, you know, do you know what I mean? Like, it's all very us, us saying, yeah, I'm going to cry more now. But really, are we? Are we? No, I might I'm try. Not. No, I'm going to cry. I don't care. I've never try. cried, so I For don't me, know how. The first time I cried at work was quite recent. It was in my previous role, though. And when I cried at work, it was bad like I had to leave his snot bubble well not that bad but <laughs> it was bad to the extent but I was on the phone to my dad like oh. I was like no I have to get out of here like I had to remove myself from the office because I was like these people are not going to see me cry today mm. because I was absolutely fuming and I wanted to punch someone up so <laughs> I had to like I had to remove myself from the I had to remove myself because it was mm. like how am I going to be in here and let them see me crying and it's like they always perceive me as someone that will just get on with my things. And if I was there crying, I don't know how they would look at me. Mm. Even though I was leaving that particular like section of the workplace, I didn't want them to look at me in a certain type of way. And I feel like they would have done that if I was there crying. No, do, do you know what, though? The last time I, I feel you, and I was kind of in the same position, maybe not exactly the same, but the last time I cried at work was a job that I knew that I was ready to leave. And I think the last time that I had cried, I'd cried many a times there, was the breaker where I was like, literally, I I walked out, I think I had a lesson, I had to tell someone to cover my lesson so I could go and cry in the car park, mm-hmm. went to wow. McDonald's, got a coffee, I don't drink coffee, hot chocolate, and was like, this is the last time you people are going to see me cry, like, mm-hmm. for real. But, and... I didn't feel bad for it because the woman was downright out of order and it was all about those microaggressions which just took their toll. So I didn't mind for them to cry because I was like, um, you know what, you're going to have to see that I am human here and what you're doing is not okay. But what happened is then, um, once I'd come back in and later on in the day, um, the, the head teacher who obviously line manages my line manager, was like, I'm really sorry about today, Chantel, you know, da, da, da. And it was like, look, the tears are an emotion, okay? It triggered an emotion because I have feelings. But let it be known. The reason why I was crying is for this, this, and this. And some very mm. objective facts about what was wrong with that woman's conduct. Mm. And that's where I kind of had to steer those tears and where where I wasn't going to be embarrassed. It was like, yeah, you're going to have to see me cry because you've triggered me, but I'm not crying because I'm weak or because I'm emotional. And it was the comeback after to be like, now I'm done crying, you're going to have to deal with the reasons why, which is Mm. A, B, C, X, Y, Z. And that helped. I think for me, I led my tears into an email. And that email, like killed them. They were... (laughs) (laughs) Listen, what I wrote in that email was like oh it was it was terrible the email was so terrible but 
they had to acknowledge it. They spent a whole week <laughs> calculating a reply for me. Mm. Terrible. A whole house. week. Like, I basically... Did you just... I, I got help. I got help from someone oh, else to help me. Oh, you, like you came with the PhD yeah, language. Because I said, like, there's no way these people are going to get... There's yeah. no way these people are going to get to me. Yeah. Like, I was so pissed off. But I did. That's why I was happy that they never saw me. They never saw me crying. Yeah. I was more... I was happy that they saw the email. Yeah. And they were vexed. They were looking at me. They didn't know what to say to me. They couldn't say good morning to me. They couldn't say nothing. They didn't want to say good morning in the first place. But now, even more, they couldn't say mm. nothing to me. So I, I just feel like those words killed them. But the tears, if they saw the tears, I think they would have thought, mm, I don't know what they would have. Mm. Okay. Sometimes I do feel like in certain workplaces with certain bosses that I've had, like I know that they're trying to break me. Mm-hmm. Like I know. And sometimes now, like I'm older, I don't have time. I will just cry after week two if it just proves a point. Like if it just makes me happy. <laughs> like maybe I'm a dramatic person anyway, period. But Same. I just feel like I'll have my white female colleagues and they'll be like, oh, any little thing, oh, he just dropped this paper, he did this, oh, cry, 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 cry. Why do I need to go and be, like, you know, the mammy and strong <laughs> with a broad back <laughs> and, and a big arms and taking all these oh burdens? No, but it's true, because it, yeah. it goes... You know the whole point about how black women are perceived and when we make points, like, mm. no-one listens to us. Mm-hmm. When we say we're in danger, no-one takes it seriously. When we're in pain, no-one takes it seriously. Mm. Like, I'm not here to start carrying everybody's load. Mm-hmm. Like, if it's too much for me, if you're stressing me out, I don't need to prove a point about how strong I am I just need to get paid if I need to cry and then start my little diary and say day one <laughs> dear diary day 21 I cried because of A, B, C, D, E, F, G that's basically my diary <laughs> my whole diary <laughs> no, I don't like there's so many times I've been through things and I was just like rah you're telling me if you cried after like day nine, the behavior would have changed, but you went and made it through to day True. 73. <laughs> True. Because then what? they're looking at you funny, like. And, and then they're like, oh, let's even work even. She can take it. Let's just yeah, go. Yeah. And I feel like it just feeds into that thing that we've been taught about. Like, if you're in the workplace, you've got to work twice as hard for half as much. And I feel like we need to stop telling people mm, that and yeah, telling yeah. people mm-hmm. to really switch on their minds and like just be, be smart. More, play the game. Exactly. Mm. And if playing the game, like, playing to win is me crying, I'm mm-hmm. just going to put a bit of debt or whatever it is. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Do not, that, do not do not put that in your eyes. Do not put that in your eyes. What are you promoting? It's the, the fumes. Yeah, the fumes will make your eyes water. You know, put a Vix on my eye. Vix. Just a little yeah, bit. Do you know that day, I won't even wear lashes, but that day I'll wear lashes. The lashes will make you cry without doing anything. You just want the glue just seeping in. Do you know what I mean? Ready to damage your... Cranial, <laughs> <laughs> just to prove my point. <laughs> like, I'm, d- I'm done, like, like, being this strong black woman uh, in the workplace. I am just like flip flop. Oh, I hurt my feelings <sighs> every five minutes. I don't care. Do you so know what? I'm very delicate. I find it so like interesting listening to you guys and how. In essence, I guess you could say what we're talking about here is um, how to weaponize your tears. Yeah. And there's a part of me that just does not like that. And I could never... I understand why you do it and how you can need to do it, feel you need to do it. But I just feel like myself personally, I, I just couldn't do it because... In the same way that we're... Do you know what? And I have have an Nigerian phrase I wrote down. Isn't it something like, um, you want me to take painkiller for your headache? Something like that. (laughs) 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 (laughs
wait that I'm thinking. <laughs> I just can't. You're right. It's the pride. I just why why you should I cry? Today. I feel like and I can't cry just like that. What it is? I feel like if you're in a workplace where white women are actively using it against their tears. Like, how are you going to go and fight a war with someone who's got nuclear weapons? Mate, I'm yeah. Mm, yeah, sure. So true. you chop down one tree, they do one bomb, blow. <laughs> true. I mean, that's a great analogy. But I think maybe maybe that's not the best advice to give to people. I, I think agree. playing not, the game great. is, I think you just need to be wise. You need to be shrewd. If there's no other way in which you can kind of tackle them, then yeah, Let go the low, go run, dirty. Boy. Exactly. Oh, as man, dirty that's as not playing. the Obama way. When they go no, 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 no. No, we don't do this. No, they pull them up by the bootstraps. They pull them up by the bootstraps kind of theological people. I I don't don't listen to their approach because that doesn't work for most black people. Let's just put that out there. So, and me, I'm not beyond like a little like... Like scammy, like an and conniving skullduggery. But for me personally, personally, I ain't working with her. For me personally, I wouldn't. The way that would present itself is not in um, tears. Like I said, like Rachel, I like to write a good email, and I know how to complain officially through all the channels. Like I've done that before, and then I think there was one incident I had with a male colleague, and he was just getting on my nerves. It was almost like he was telling me how to do my job, and I just flipped. I was shouting at him at the table and then everyone everyone around me was just like oh are you okay Tony are you okay and I'm like cool because like I shout at people and then I get over it two seconds later but like I literally for like a whole week afterwards everyone kept coming up to me and saying are you okay because I think because if you see me I'm like jokey jokey laughy all the time I'm Mm. doing bants so when you see me actually just lose my like lose my shit right there and then then you know that there's an issue so everyone sided with me what did the guy say when he shouted at him he started shaking no (laughs) he literally just looked at me like because he's quite a petulant and stubborn guy like I don't have any beef with him like I I I kind of like him but he just on that day he was just getting on my nerves and trying to tell me what my priorities were because I had two clients and he was trying to tell me I'll prioritise this work and I'm like no the majority of the work of the business comes through this client I'm in charge of that work I'm going to prioritise that first what you've promised another client because you didn't think to consult me, me it's none of my business so don't put that pressure on me so basically that was the whole basis of um, why that was occurring and I guess if it was somebody else I feel like it, maybe if it was another female colleague it was enough for them probably it would have been enough for them to like fall into tears but mm. I my I'm very defensive my my defense mechanism isn't tears it's literally like I will scratch your eyes out wow <laughs> like if you're wow. trying to scratch my eyes I'm gonna scratch your eyes out so I just kind of told him very what's the word forcefully and just quite clearly like in fact I feel like I said like get away from my desk <laughs> like leave me alone get away from my direct. desk <laughs> okay so we <laughs> well, get away from my desk I don't know listen we do, we want black women working yeah I don't want no one losing their job it's out true. here so tall Scratching people's eyes out, not yeah, necessarily the way. Man. Okay, okay, cool. <laughs> but the point the point is, you know, we we come together to not just discuss our issues, but yeah. to think about how do we come out of them. Yeah. So, you know, we've decided essentially we could start a revolution and start crying ourselves as black women. <clears throat> We could I'm be. Here for that, sorry. No, no, no. no. I'll be no. handing out the Kleenex. I have another solution. Okay, though. yep. Okay. okay, so we've had tolls. It's like, um, just be direct. You yeah. use, use whatever this your other differences. Oh, that's my <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> 
<laughs> Any other advice? Um, I've been playing the long game. Mm. Like, I feel like like a fox hiding in the bushes, just biding my time. Mm. So I was just like, um, when the issue at work happened, like I had another line manager that had lost her mind. And then I had <laughs> oh a new God. line manager. And I remember before she became my line manager, we would talk. And I always said to her, like, do not cross me. Like, me and you get on, we're fine. Do not get on the wrong side of me. Because if you get on the wrong side of me, and I know that it's you that's messed up, it's, it's going to be your undoing. And I'm going to wait patiently and watch it happen. Wow. So, oh, how, 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 how did this come about? Because this is some mad... That's yeah. very direct. The level. So, so... Do not cross so me, you know. No, no, no. So, the, it's not a threat, it's a promise. Mm. So, basi- basically, <laughs> basically, like... There was there was one incident with one manager and what I'd found out from my director is that she was sending emails to him talking shit about me. Mm-hmm. And but she didn't have any evidence to back it up. Whereas he had oversight of what I was doing. So he saw what I was doing. So for example, say I send Natalie sends me a message. Yeah. Natalie sits opposite me. Instead of responding to the message, I just speak to Natalie. Natalie would then screenshot the message and send it to my director saying that I've ignored her oh. and she'd asked me to do X, Y, Z. Yeah. So, so I, like, he showed, like, he'd be like, I've been getting these kind of emails, like, what's going on kind of thing. And I'd be like, well, I don't know what our problem is. We had, like, a massive thing with HR. HR said no longer to discuss the issue. I haven't been discussing the issue. He said, be cordial. I've been cordial. We're not going to be friends. Like, we're not... We're not a family. Mm-hmm. I'm not here to be your friend. I'm here to get paid mm-hmm. kind of thing. And he was just like, okay, I'll take the noise away. Leave it to me. So then she was no longer my line manager. And then there was somebody else. And he was just like, I want to see her title as manager, but can she actually manage? Mm. She couldn't manage. But from like, because she had issues with the other line manager as well. As far as I was concerned, we were on level playing fields. Mm-hmm. We were not on level, level playing fields. Like, I was way above here. She was down on the ground, couldn't do her job, struggling every day. Like, And what I realised that she was doing is she would kind of have meetings with senior people in the business. And she would call these meetings. The people would be in the meetings with her and she couldn't direct the meeting just wasting everybody's time. So what I was doing is I was just keeping logs of yeah, everything. Log. Mm-hmm. Like when she said a little underhanded comment, I would talk to my director. And what I realised her issue is that she doesn't know how to communicate with people. So there's like a level of jealousy there mm-hmm. where like I can talk to anybody. It's not an issue. Like me and my director, like I'd say we're cool. Like I annoy him. I tell him I'm his favourite employee. He's like, <laughs> no, I don't like you. And I'm like, stop lying. Like <laughs> people can hear you kind of thing. And we build that kind of banter whereas mm. she doesn't have that and I think that kind of pushed her she was vexed. Then, yeah it was vexed that you could yeah do something it like was that and, and then it became things of like oh like she say comments to him like oh I know Janelle's your favorite blah 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 it was just like I know you're jealous but like you need to do more I'm not gonna dim my shine for see, you see, I would have cried no, 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 no. Yeah, at this stage, because I'm not going to lie, even I'd though I'm like, right, I would have been bawling because like, why, why is she, she doing, doing that? this to me? Why is she going no, to come back around me? No, but, 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 that, was, but that, that was the joke because I would yeah. have these conversations with my director and he would he would say, like, she's not adding value to the team. And if she's not adding value to the team, 
Like, yeah. what is she doing here? Kind of thing. But that's not so, even your business. You, it, but this this is my point. It's not my business. I'm here to work. I'm just doing my job. I'm doing X, Y, Z. You're asking me to do ad hoc work. I can do it, deliver it, and the conversation. But she was so busy concentrating on how she could make me look bad. Her job was mm. in how, the bushes. How did that situation and conclude then? It concluded by me having a direct conversation with my director saying, either I leave or she's no longer my manager, it's up to you. But mm. if I leave, no one else does my job. I'm the only person on the team mm-hmm. that does this. So weigh up your options. Like, <laughs> what, 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 but yeah. what benefits you more? Yeah. And he was just like, I see what you're saying. I've noticed she doesn't add value. I'll leave it to me. I'll handle it. So that's it. a key point. So basically, to summarise what you said... Is you need allies. Bring, yeah, you need allies and bring value to the workplace Always. as well. So they can clearly see that you're indispensable and this person is just doing a mm. madness and moving mad. Yeah, so that's, that's another way to kind of defeat it as well if people are trying to, like, manipulate others into thinking you're this, that and the other. Mm-hmm. But at the end of the day... Like, I won't say every time because everyone has their agendas. But at the end of the day, if you're doing your job and you're doing it well, that should stand for you. But again, it's not always that that works because different people are But I'm also saying, like, don't work every hour under the sun. exactly. Make your nine to... Between nine to five, just do the job. Five o'clock, go home. So the time that you were there, they can say, oh... She did X, Y, Z today. That was good. This person gave good feedback. Mm. Kind of build those relationships with other areas of the business. Because in that way, if someone's talking rubbish and they go to one other area for referral, mm. they can be like, oh, well, she's done X, Y, Z for our Make team. Like she's, yeah, exactly. Mm. Like, be a social butterfly. Mm. Yeah. Nuts, Rach, any advice? Well, everyone is like dashing my crying idea. <laughs> <laughs> So don't cry. I don't have any. Yeah, she ain't got nothing cry. more to offer. <laughs> no, but I like I, at the end of the day, like I agree with the points about like adding value. I agree with everything else. I just think in situations like where someone is like across the table from you crying when they're the person who's the offender, then I'm gonna cry too, and we're gonna do crying Olympics. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I think I'm not saying walk around every time something happens. I sit cry. You know, cry with your tissue walking around, but. In those type of situations, like, I've been in those meetings before. And like Janelle said, I've always ended up looking like the person who's the aggressor, even though I've clearly been wronged. And if I could go back to some of those points, I would just cry because then everyone would be like, oh, my... And nine times out of ten, I'm always the more junior person and the younger person as well. Mm -hmm. So it's mad that I'm even being put in a position where I'm being made to look like I am some master, evil, manipulator, incompetent-type person because the senior person that's crying or being frustrated with me or talking about how difficult it is for them they're the person that's supposed to train me and get me to a point where I'm supposed to be performing what to be fair I always perform they're just devilish but anyway (laughs) that's my my main advice so Rachel you go you can finish I think for me it's just like be very vigilant like learn how to play the game I feel like some colleagues you can do certain things with and some Mm -hmm. colleagues you can't do certain things yeah and I feel like some colleagues you have to cry because if you don't cry it's going to be a madness. So, And some colleagues, you can get away with sending them that email. You can get away with saying to them quietly, I don't like it when you do this or whatever. Yeah. And you will resolve your situation. I feel like it's just learning that the it's, environment it's that you're working in. It's knowing the people individually. Yeah, because some yeah. people are different from mm. others. So I think that... Okay. So basically, I think, you know, to kind of echo last week... If it looks like racism, smells like racism, feels like <laughs> racism, sounds like racism, it's racist. Cry. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, and also document it <laughs> for so tribunal. Yeah. 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 So trust your, trust your gut. Mm. Make notes. Respond with your language. 
And be your authentic self. Bring value and be direct if you need to be. Um, and bring your clean and, and witnesses. <laughs> That's and your Vicks vapor rub. <laughs> yeah, all of that. Um, Seller. We're not, we're not, this is not an ad. This is not an ad. Um, but what I will say also is have witnesses. That's the, the last yeah. thing that came out. You don't need to do these meetings on your own. You don't need to have the door closed. You know, always have the third person to back it. Or record your meetings. Yes, yes, That's what yes. I, record your meetings, not to share amongst people, but record your meetings and then make points of what was said in the meeting that you can later refer to. Because mm -hmm. sometimes, yeah, because sometimes they'll say, <laughs> sometimes they'll be like, oh, I never said that. That never happened. Mm -hmm. Not like, according to my recording. Mm -hmm. yeah. And or, you said, da, da, da. Yeah. yeah. You don't want your colleagues to yeah, yeah, you're right. To my, yeah. Don't let your right hand know what your left hand yeah, is don't doing. Make That's points were made. Yeah. Make the points. Yeah. And there we are. So, <laughs> thank you for tuning in to the Black Women Working podcast once again. Please follow us on social media. I don't want to be talking to myself. Hit like, say something in the comments, take part in our polls, you know, all yeah. of that at BWW Podcast UK on Insta and Twitter. Until next time. Bye. Bye. Bye.